0: You're listening to Live Alive Podcast, a weekly dose of motivation right in your back pocket. I'm Jordan Johnson.
1: And I'm Anissa Johnson. We're, We're your hosts.
0: hosts. Every week we share thought provoking conversations created to inspire you to bring the best version of you into everything you do. Think of us as the guide as you journey towards realizing your vision of successful and fulfilling life. Whether you're climbing the corporate ladder, building a business, or dreaming of being a stay-at-home parent, we're here to help you cultivate passion, purpose, and motivation in your everyday life.
1: All right, let's get into it. Do it. Um, Episode 42. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about instant gratification and how just rampant it is in our society. Um, I was thinking about the prevalence of social media. We live in an IG world, right? Like, and that can stand for Instagram or instant gratification, right? Synonymous. But but IG, Instagram does really conflate this idea of instant gratification. Um, It's so easy to look at our phone and think that like what's happening and what people are portraying in their lives is something that is as attainable as it is to open up an app. And so what we really want to talk about today is just like reframing that of just really looking at the different areas of our life that we're craving for instant gratification, that we're skipping out on the process. Um, and that is something that we've talked about before is the importance of the process and really just digging in on building something right. Right um, taking the steps to build a proper foundation, taking the steps to, um, really just make sure that you're covering all of your bases. And sometimes that requires you to slow down a bit, to, um, think ahead a little bit more and you're not necessarily going to see the results of you thinking ahead by building this foundation immediately, but understanding that it's a long game and this applies to so many different areas of our life, so many different places that we're looking for this instant gratification and we don't even really recognize it.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad that you use the word easy too, because I feel like we're we're craving easy, we're craving it now.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is
0: turning um in a lot of ways i like using the analogy i've heard it before the you know drive through the fast food experience to living life right hmm. we want it easy and we want it now we yeah. want it easy we want it now and the ice cream um, machine better not be broken yeah right <laughs> want it easy now good ice cream uh, i mean that's the case for so many things and it shows up and we feel like you could always say must say that this instant gratification and crave for easy and crave for now is everywhere. But particularly there's a, a handful of, um, scenarios where we feel like not only did this show up though, but it may have the, the largest, um, you know, impact, right? A couple of those are like a life in relationships, mm-hmm. life in relationships and the growing of our relationships, whether that be love with significant others or friend relationships platonic relationships um we want them easy and we want them in great status now Hmm. right and then there's you know the workplace and our our careers right we want to we want to be at the top we want to be the ceo cmo we want the route to be easy and we want it now right And then there's you know health i want i want michael b jordan's physique and i want it easily and i want it now yeah um (laughs) you know and and then there's you know the the business or brand that you may be building right like i want i want a hundred thousand followers and i want it easily and i want it right yesterday actually yeah um and the the challenge with that is and we're gonna get into some of this in a little bit but a lot of times it's just not sustainable and a lot of times it's just frankly not true it's not that it's not um what you said you know, to do it the right way and we kind of can expand on what right way can mean. The only thing we, we're, th- we're thinking when we say right way, or at least I am, is it, the sustainable way. Like you want these good things. We yeah. want them for you. We want them that's for ourselves, word. right? But we want to be able to keep them. We want to be able to sustain them once we hit these goals, milestones, and uh, markers amongst our relationships.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good point, particularly as I'm thinking about relationships, whether they be, you know, romantic relationships or platonic relationships. I have in my life, and I'm sure many of you listening have had relationships that have, you know, accelerated really quickly, have made it seem like, you know, you just kind of clicked and things were really easy But with any relationship, there's always going to be a challenge. And so I think what's interesting about relationships is that, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing if you click with somebody instantly. But I think that when you go through a rough patch, whether that's in your friendship or whether that's in your romantic relationships, it's really important to make sure that you're navigating and being okay with the fact that like, okay, well, we're bumping heads a little bit. How do we work through that? Is it something that we both want to work through? And then, you know, taking the steps to work through that so that you can build a stronger relationship and that it's not just off of a vibe, right? Like you want to be pouring into each other, you want to be edifying each other and building each other up.
0: Yeah, it's all about creating that foundation. And I'd say that applies to those other really important scenarios as well. Like I think about it from the business or brand that you Mm -hmm. may be building in that perspective. If you want those 100,000 followers and you get them tomorrow, from some easy route that maybe you've been able to purchase these followers or you've been able to somehow uh, go viral. Well, if you can't diagnose foundationally how that happened or how um, you got there, you just maximize your growth. You're done. You're done growing. You're done improving that brand and that business because you can't look back and say, oh, I did X, Y, and Z, one, two, three to get this done or we took these steps and like got to 100,000 followers. Now you have at least a starting point as a foundation and a platform to try to get to 200, 300, mm. a million, right? And it's like it's like you're shooting yourself in the foot. Like you want it fast, you want it easy, and you want it now. But by saying that and leaning into that, you're also saying, I don't want to be able to scale later. I don't want continued growth and I don't want lasting change.
1: So how do we get that? How do you get to a place that is sustainable and, and scalable and almost something that you can duplicate? Um, when you were talking about the difference between the two ways of building to you know, 100,000 followers, if, that, if that's your goal there were two kind of um juxtaposed ways and and can you kind of like talk through talk through that
0: that's a great question um and we we kind of hinted towards this in some earlier episodes too and i think it applies here one of those is trusting the process like a having and building that process from a foundation and having having a system uh of, of going about and doing things right it's just system in, in a lot of ways means you just documenting you know how things are done and when they're done so that you have something to go back and refer to something to keep consistent uh, at least for an extended period of time right um and we can expand on that here in a little bit a little bit more but i think it really does come down to process systems there's a couple things that really um can make the difference in you know being stuck in this instant growth and having something to scalable sustainable ultimately yeah. over time
1: Absolutely. I love that. One of the other parts that you were talking about, particularly on the building a business and building a brand aspect of it was, you know, what's the cost of if you do, you know, you get to 100,000 followers and you don't know how you did it. And when I think about that, it's like, that would be devastating. You know, you're like, I don't even know how I got here. I don't know how I did this. So you can't duplicate it. Um, and I think that's one of the things that is kind of the cost of trying to go so fast, trying to, you know, get the result almost instantly that you're not paying attention to documenting. You're not paying attention to building um, a system that you can duplicate and that you can scale. And so it's almost like you're starting back at ground zero when you try to duplicate that result.
0: Yeah. Like it's, it's almost scary and satisfying it's at the same time more scary after the satisfaction. And here's what I mean by that. It's like, I would imagine it feels pretty good for a moment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then the fear slides in and you're like, oh, crap, what do I do? I have to do, do that again. And, and it applies to so many other things, too. It made me think about why you're talking about the growing of the brand and the business with like social following. I was thinking about health and fitness. Like, well, if I'm trying to lose weight... And I have health goals and I want to lose some pounds and I decide to like barely eat for four days. If I step on the scale, I'm probably going to be lighter. I'm like, oh, yes, I have lost some weight. And then you think about the fact that you had to not eat for four days. Mm. And it probably gets a little scary on how you sustain that going forward, right? It's just, I mean, one of the things I think about is cost of like wanting things easy, wanting it fast and wanting it now is you really don't create you know lasting change mm-hmm. like you get results but you don't get results through lasting change you just get the results and I feel like that in a way forces us to keep solving the same problems over and over and over again we end up on this hamster wheel of a of a cycle because we want it fast we want it quick we want it easy and we want it now
1: yeah
0: um I mean I don't have this is all anecdotal but it makes me think about the world's hunger problems, um, the world's you know challenges with you know homelessness mm-hmm. and um, a lot of illness and uh, recycling infrastructure because we want results, we want results fast, we want them quick and we want them now.
1: Yeah, and a lot of times it's interesting with p- those big problems. A lot of times we know um, collectively that there's a bigger problem and we yeah. try to solve what we're trying to do is we're trying to solve the symptom of a problem rather than rather than looking to solve the infrastructure of a problem, right? Rather than trying to solve the foundational issues. Right. Um, and as I'm thinking about foundation of all these things that we're, we're talking about, the foundation is the most important thing in, in our neighborhood right now. There's, there's a lot of, you know, um, development and ho- houses being built um, there's a lot, um, that we can see from our house that's currently in the process of being built. And I want to say, Jordan, maybe it's like going on two months now that they've been pretty hard at work. And maybe for the first month or five weeks of them working on this lot, it was just an empty lot. So they're building it kind of from the ground up and, it was early in the morning that people would kind of start going over to this lot and you couldn't really see what was going on, but you could tell there were people over there. There's movement over there. I wonder if they're starting to think about, you know, building over there. One of the very first steps in building a house from the ground up is to prepare the land for a foundation. And the foundation, many of you probably know this, is the is the most important part of the house, if you build the foundation, if you cut corners, building the foundation, if you go fast building the foundation, if you don't do all the proper things, not only are you going to compromise the integrity of the home, but you will also, you know, potentially run into issues with maybe coding issues with, you know, the electric issues with the plumbing, all of those things are the foundation is what it sits on. And so, like I said, so for the first five, six weeks that they're building, you couldn't really see anything. You couldn't really see what was going on in this lot, but you knew there were people over there every day. They were kind of making some noise. You could see some machines, but you couldn't see anything coming up out of the ground. Everything still looked the same. And I think... Over the past two or three weeks, they have built this house up. It's It looks like it's going to be a two-story house. They're siding on it. They've got the windows over. I saw the plumber was over there the other day. They've, they're pulling insulation in. They are really building this house. And it seems like they've made so much progress in such a short amount of time. And that's how sustainable change happens, right? That's how sustainable change happens. It starts because you have to build this foundation. And when you're building the foundation and when you're just getting started, it doesn't seem like anything's happening, (laughs) (laughs) right? Like it doesn't seem like you're making any progress. It seems like, well, I've been doing this and I keep getting, there's nothing. I don't see the results. I don't see the results. And then it seems like all of a sudden it's that overnight success, quote unquote, that we see. All of a sudden, they got a two-story house over there. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, they've got siding over there. All of a sudden, they've got insulation. Dang, they built that house really quickly, but they didn't.
0: Isn't that crazy that that's what we see? Because I feel like I hear people say that all the time, "They threw that house up so quickly." No, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. <laughs> they've been working on that foundation for two months. They've been
1: working on that foundation for so long, <laughs> and and that's the most because it's the most important yeah, thing. It's
0: the most important. Yeah, and that's that's huge, and I think that's a great. That's the, the number one way to start thinking about a different approach to like wanting things from this instant gratification mindset, wanting things with this easy, fast, and now. Thinking about spending the, the appropriate amount of time on like the foundation, the infrastructure. I think that's the first step in, in rethinking how we consider the speed of our wants and needs behind these things. Yeah. There's a couple other good points to think about of like how we reconsider our our approach to kind of fight against like this instant gratification society, Mm. you know, and wanting things fast and easy. And now, um, the opposite of that is having scale, having long time lasting change and growth and success. A couple things to think about that go into that number one, that infrastructure and foundation spending Mm -hmm. time in there as, uh, Anissa was saying on that particular, um, Um, part of of the of the way forward the others though are like having a process building great habits and instilling some systems Mm -hmm. like those things you know process habits infrastructure and systems make the effort and the work into real change yeah and real change is harder to unravel than this quick hit It's, you know, building a system and a process and habits from the right foundation to grow your followers and you getting to 100K followers or 200K followers is harder to unravel than buying them today because then you have to buy them tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Well, setting forth in building and establishing a relationship that has The right foundation and structure and care in it but also systems and process and habits to spend intentional time together care for one another ask each other questions lift each other up that's going to be harder to unravel than the uh matchbox tape relationship that we jump in and take and and take off running with right now today because we want it fast and, and instant and now
1: yeah, it's almost, it's the difference between a real house and a house of cards.
0: Oh, man, it's great. Right? That's great. It's great.
1: It's, it's when you, if you buy your followers or if you're putting on a facade with your relationship, that can quickly come falling down. Um, you know, when I think about the purpose of social media for a business and for a brand and... The thought of somebody buying followers when the, the, the whole purpose of having followers on Instagram is that you're growing your audience. The whole purpose of having an audience is that somebody can, you know, mm-hmm. exchange something with you, likely currency, so yeah. that you can build your business. And if you're buying those followers, they're likely not the right people that are most likely going to, you know, big fact. be your actual patron. So that isn't going to build and sustain your business. If you're, you know, putting out on social media or, you know, communicating different things about a specific relationship, but behind the scenes, you're not putting in the work, you're not putting in the effort, you're not, you know, working on conflict resolutions with your partner, then it's it's all just a facade mm-hmm. and i think what we're what we're trying to really communicate here is that having that thing that's lasting having that thing that you can that you can pass on that you can teach somebody else is the most beneficial thing and it's something that we all interestingly enough crave mm-hmm. when i think about when i think about at work let's let's shift to you know work the best thing going into a, a workplace is when someone says this is the process this is how we do this this is how we get from a to b oh and you know what the person who was here before is actually the person who came up with this process and and all these other things versus when you come into you, you know you maybe come into a new job and you have all these questions and it's like oh well i don't know the, the person before you just kind of did all of that and uh no one really knew They're the only person who knew how to work that machine. They're the only person who knew how to, you know, run that report. They're the only person who knew how to, you know, reconcile financials, right? Versus, oh, they actually documented their process and they actually, you know, um, recorded the best way to do these different types of things. Now, here's your manual and you can go on and you can do this without having to fumble through it and reinvent the wheel.
0: You can go forward and you can avoid having to solve the same problems, because um, I mean that's a, that's a lot of what it comes down to. It's not the only thing it comes down to, though, but the, you you shouldn't have to solve the same problems over and over again. Like that's that's it's a hamster wheel mentality. Mm. Um, but I wanted to stick with like the work thing a little bit, just on career, because you know we talked a bit about relationships, we talked a bit about business and growing your brands and like the 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 challenge with the instant gratification mindset there, career is huge in that way too. Where if if you um, are able to, you know, land or finesse some, you know, position in leadership that you've been desiring for ages, but you haven't really prepared for to go on that the the route the right route. That was hard to say together. Yeah, right <laughs> route? Maybe I should have used correct route and avoided the alliteration. But put that aside. If you're if you landed some um, leadership role that you've been eyeing for a while but haven't really prepared for, y- you may be stuck there. Hmm. Like the the path forward may be a lot either a a lot more challenging or it ends there if there hasn't been any type of process or habits or infrastructure in how. You learn how to lead, learn Mm. how to work within that industry. And I'm not saying you don't go for those positions as fast as you feel like you might be ready, but there's going to be a difference in whether you have scaled growth beyond that position or whether you're fizzling out there. And a lot of that's going to be contingent upon what type of habits you have, what type of process you have. You know, even what type of habits and process and systems you've gleaned from someone else. One of the largest things I can say, you made me think about this when you talked about coming into a new job or a role and they can give you process and systems that have been in place there. People can give you process and systems that have been in place for career trajectories Mm -hmm. to say that, oh, you know, I was the CMO here or I was the VP here. And here's how I got here. Here are the steps I took. Here's some of the things that I kept as important. Here's some of the things I pushed to the side. That's process, that's systems, that's infrastructure. And all they're helping you do is establishing those things for yourself so that if, if you're hitting those same type of leadership roles or growth roles within your career, it doesn't unravel unexpectedly or it doesn't unravel from the slightest bit of challenge or breeze that blows by.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think... Oh, you said breeze that blows by. So yes. Yes. Okay. So one of the things as we were talking about just like foundations is the the verse that came to me was like a man who builds his house on, on a solid rock. Um, you know, it, it will not blow over when when the storm comes through but a man who builds his his house on sand he'll have to like rebuild when when the storm comes through and so i thought i'm thinking about how sometimes it's the challenge that is the process and a lot of times and i feel like i've said this before a lot of times we get into and i'm thinking particularly about maybe it's a new role maybe it's a new job um we get into this role and it's like oh it was more challenging maybe i'm not cut out for it But it's really the challenge that's going to make you. It's the challenge that you're going to have to go through so that you can say, Oh, I learned from that challenge. And now I've become, you know, ready for that next level in my career because I was able to withstand that storm. But you can't withstand that storm if you don't have the foundation. You can't withstand that storm if you don't have those good habits, if you don't have, um, you know, that firm foundation, and if you don't have the infrastructure around you so that you can continue to build and grow. You. You have to be okay with working through challenges and not always seeing the challenge as a sign or a signal that it's time for you to jump out. It's time for you to find something else. Sometimes that's true, but sometimes the storm comes just so that you'll be prepared for the next one. Mm, Yep. Anybody can, anybody, any sailor can set their sails in calm waters. Any sailor can do that. If you want to be the expert, if you want to be, you know, the veteran, you have to learn to set your sails in the storm.
0: That's so true. That's a beautiful analogy. And that's going to be the case for not only the scenarios that we bubbled up, it's like super significant, but in all the walks of life of being able to set your sales in difficult waters is just going to be the difference it creates lasting change. So when you think about the next time you're considering relationships, your life, work in your career, you know, your health and your lifestyle there and even the business or the brand that you might be building, you definitely have to consider pushing through the difficult times, accepting the challenges Figuring out the right ways to build an infrastructure and process systems and habits so that there's lasting impactful change that withstands the rough waters
1: thanks for listening to today's episode we hope that it leaves you feeling inspired to actively pursue your goals and live alive whatever that means to you if you enjoyed today's episode tell us what you think by leaving a review reviews help more people like you discover the podcast I'm Anissa Johnson.
0: And I'm Jordan Johnson.
1: We'll see you next time on Live Alive Podcast.